screw you in your old age. <laughs> That's just mean. <laughs> Why do you have to be mean spirited? <laughs> oh, someone has to be. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Straight Red. I am your host, Jeff Ross, and with me, as always, yeah. the little baby birthday boy, <laughs> Alex Kibler, has a birthday today. Alex, I looked into it by checking with the government, yeah. and apparently there is no Logan's Run law in this country. You're not being killed today. Happy 30th birthday, Thank Alex. you. I, you know... Started from the bottom, now we're here. Oh, boo! You're done, uh, you're cut. Bring the dog back. <laughs> Bring the dog back. Uh, it feels good to be 30, though. I, I, you know, I already have my sort of my distinguished temples Yeah, going you got on. distinguished temples. Yeah, yeah, like one percenters. Wow. <laughs> Who are already off the rails. This wow. podcast is already off the rails. Not my fault, Gingers. Not <laughs> my fault. I vaguely recall being 30. Yeah, it was a while ago for you. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, it was it was 2014. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. Actually, it was 2013 for people who are keeping track at home. I'm turning 32 in 25 days. 32. That's like that's close to death. I feel. Like. I know it feels that way every day. Yeah, I can imagine it would. Yeah, it's just slouching towards the grave. Yeah, yeah, that's my thing. So uh, special stuff going on here. You, you for those who are not in our Periscope, Alex Kidler's wearing a New Jersey. Yes, I am. Not from New Jersey, no. but he has a New Jersey on. Yeah. It's a Newcastle United jersey. Yeah. It says Wonga.com on it, and Jonas on the back, that's a Puma. You got a Puma jersey. It is, and it's funny because, you know, Puma gets made fun of a lot because they have Skin like... Skin tight. The, yes, but their, their replica jerseys loose. are too big. This looks real this loose on you. This is a medium. Look at this. This looks real loose. You got room to grow I in there. I do. The wrong direction. Yeah. You got, you're going to get fat. My friend. I need to get this taken in. Do you know a good, like, Jersey tailor? No. <laughs> no, we'll I do not. That. No, I do not. And we're, we also have, from one of our uh, longtime gingers, we have our Orlando City scarves We today. do. Thank you, Garrett, for the scarves. Yeah. It you, took an act of Congress to get yeah, them here. Yeah, it, it really did. But I, I have this now. So if I ever find myself in Orlando again... I have a scarf. You, you'll fit right in. That, yeah. that town is crazy about that team. I, I know we're about to talk about that game we that are. happened. We are, yes. that town has really rallied around that team in a very big way. They, they love really that team. Have. They really have. And they have announced, I don't know if you saw this, Alex Kibler, they are privately funding that stadium. They now. are, yes. We can start and with that if you want. Let's go ahead and start with it. And you're welcome, Orlando fans. They've expanded the capacity. They have. They've expanded I mean, the capacity. They're saying between, what was it, 22 and 25? Yeah. I think it's a good No, size. I think 25 and 27, I thought. Good. Yeah. Because they're selling over 30,000 a game right now in the Citrus Bowl. Yeah, and this is not a dig at Columbus. Um, you know, Columbus is certainly a quality side in the East, and they, they, oh, they're probably side. the most get into that. threatening offensive team in the East. But let me say this. They don't draw at the gate like a team like a NYCFC or LA Galaxy or oh, Seattle Sounders do. Or for that matter, Orlando. Or, what Orlando. I'm saying is, when they come to town, Orlando City sells 31,400 seats. To That's play ridiculous. Columbus. To play Columbus. To play Columbus. To you play know. Columbus. And we, we've been corrected. It's twenty five to 28,000. Okay. We've there been we corrected. I was close to 25 to 28,000. That's the correct size yes. for a stadium for them. But you know what that means? That's sold out all season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is sold mm-hmm. out all season. And I'm sure they're going to increase the uh, season ticket holder cap mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. they're going to have to, frankly. But mm-hmm. it's so exciting to see a new market really embrace the sport. And oh, you hope it. to see that in Atlanta. You hope to see that in the other expansion sides going forward as well. Well, we ran into the Terminus Legion. Yes, an, uh, we did. Didn't yet? Yeah, didn't we? Yes. I thought we did. We did, and we also ran into, help me here, Miami's um, supporters group as well. Uh, what are they called? It's going to leave me. And I'm going to feel like an idiot. But I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. The support's already there yes. for two teams that don't exist. Yes. So they were willing to come all the way to Orlando, which I guess is not as far for them. Right. But they were willing to do it. And I think we will see significant support in Atlanta. Yeah. Last time I saw their numbers, 
their pre their pre sale numbers for season tickets, but I thought they were fourteen, maybe sixteen thousand. It's they amazing were, like, what these clubs are doing for a team already. That doesn't exist. I mean, it's it's really incredible. But let's talk about this game down in the Citrus Bowl. Nineteen thousand. So, Nineteen thousand for Atlanta. That's outrageous. That's outrageous. The team doesn't exist. Yeah, it's amazing. It's no history. Yeah. Now that's just the deposit. The, right, right. People Do haven't bought the through? tickets yet. Do they follow through? But a lot of them will. A lot of them will. A lot of people aren't just going to throw away like 500 bucks. Right. Well, let's talk about the game, though. So First of all, week ball. of the handball. Week of there's, the a, there's, a, there's a theme this week, and it's the week, week of, of the, the handball. handball. Michael Parkhurst, handball on the line. Tough call if you're Parkhurst. Uh, Red card. Well, well, you got you got to be upset about that call. Of course you, you do. You got to be upset about that call. Where is he supposed to put his hand? Cut it off? Like, I don't... Like, throw it to the moon? It's... it's <laughs> I, I get the call. I do understand the call. I understand the controversy he about the call as well. He towards the ball. Like I, get, I, I get the call. It's just very frustrating if you're Michael Parkhurst. What else were you supposed to do? Exactly. What else I, I just do? don't. But I don't actually fault the call. That's the rule. Yeah, that's the that's rule. That's the rule. So the call I don't have a problem with. It made for an interesting game, but hashtag new crew down to 10 men mm-hmm. for the majority of this game. Yes. Now, they've already had a, jo- a goal from Tony Chani by that point. Right, right. They already had a goal, but then Kaká shows up, nails the PK. Yeah. As he should. Yeah. All right? Yeah. But, hashtag new crew, for a while there, leads the game. That- Second half, Kai Kamara, who is on a tear. That team can attack. I mean, he here's the thing. That team can attack. They can flat out attack. And and if they if they don't do stupid things, they're going to be in every single game that they play. Oh, Against absolutely. Everyone in the league, absolutely. including the Seattle's and the Dallas's and the and we'll get the Dallas. But we will. But I have to say, Columbus hashtag new crew. I'm I've been on that bandwagon for a while. They look very very good. I will say this: Orlando did come back and hold on to this draw. Yes. They've got to be upset if I'm an Orlando fan or I'm Orlando City itself. I'm upset with this result. You're hoping for a better result, of course. Well, you're up against 10 men for the majority of the game. Yeah. We, should, we should be able to pull off and win. But you walk away with the point. If you're Columbus, you're ecstatic. Right, exactly. I, I completely agree you with you. You go away, you're down to 10 men, and a real player. Michael Parkhurst is a big player on this team. Yeah. You walk out of there with a point. Mm-hmm. You've got to be pleased. Mm-hmm. You've got to be pleased. That game finished 2-2 for those of you playing our home game. Um, As you should. Our home game is very expensive, but very explicit. It is rated M for mature. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. That sounds it's terrible. Adults only. Yeah. The home game. Uh, okay, other scores. Uh, Seattle 2, New York Red Bulls 1. I watched this whole game. I watched it as well. Great what? game. Yes. Very entertaining. Uh, New York did. They did not bend. They were coming out there to fight. They, oh, they were they, the more threatening side the entire match. Oh yeah, they they did not. They were not awed by Seattle. And, and an they obvious be. missed penalty call against Bradley Phillips should have been a penalty. No, absolutely no question there. They are starting to look like NYCFC, and what I mean when I say that is they're settling for chances outside the box. They're not being patient enough in the in you know sort of with maybe twenty five yards from goal and looking for that last killer pass and they're taking these shots from outside the the, the eighteen yard box and they're low percentage chances. Can I say something about yeah, Seattle please. in this game? In this game, I felt Seattle had actually underestimated the New York Red Bulls oh, coming I agree. into Seattle. I agree. Wholeheartedly. They looked somewhat surprised that New York was bringing the fight to them. They did. They did. They didn't really bring heat until the second half. Now, that goal, which I'm still... I know that it's officially Chad Barrett's goal, but to me, that is Clint Dempsey's goal, yeah. and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was it beautiful, really was. and it was a heartbreaker yeah. right there at the end. That's what those Seattle fans want, but let's say that doesn't go in. That's a disappointing result. I agree with you. Here's the thing. If you're Red Bull, you've got to stop turning the ball over in midfield. It happened twice, and you got two goals against you. I mean, that's that's what your that's what your life is right now if you're a oh, Red yeah. Bulls fan. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's got to be frustrating. Game. Great yes. game. Gingers, if you did not watch that game, you're a fool. And we talk a lot about Josh, Sean, Josh Saunders on this show being a well-paid guy. Or but Stephen Fry, Stephen Fry is doing work. Has probably influenced the like the number of points in a game more than any player, maybe in the entire league. I mean, it's this would have been a Red Bulls blowout in the first half. In the first half, yeah. If it wasn't for Stephen Fry, and, and so you 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 have a team in Seattle who, as we as I've sort of said before, 
is Here a it comes. is a team that can sort of beat you in very simple ways. But they stay in a lot of games to allow that to happen by with players like Stephen Fry. Also, Tyrone Mears, who I thought was too old of a signing when yeah. Seattle signed him, he's he's showing up. He's showing up and he's delivering. Uh, he's to me, he's still not a DeAndre Yedlin replacement, right? But he is balling out there. He is making this happen. I've been a long time Stephen Fry apologist back to his Toronto FC days. I thought he was the only good player that they had back in the day, mm-hmm. and I think he was a good signing for Seattle. I did prefer Michael Gisperning, who, by the way, ages ago said he was coming back this summer. Haven't heard anything about that in a while. But before the season started, he like tweeted. He, yeah, he signed I, I remember deal. we talked about and that. I, and I don't know where that is. But yeah. regardless, Stephen Fry is a hero. And he has been for years. He kept Toronto sort of in matches. Yeah. It was tough. He's taking on so many shots. But yeah. He's a great player. And he's going to be great for Seattle. And I think they're going to be really happy about them. I know this isn't on our list, but I do want to touch on CCL at some point. Sure, yeah. Because the draw happened. But it was a good game. Now, the other game. New England, L.A. Yes. MLS Cup rematch. My friend and enemy, Jack McNamara, was at this game. (laughs) Yeah. He was at this game, somehow got box seats. I have to ask him about that. Oh, that's amazing. I didn't know that. Like, I don't know how he put... He doesn't normally sit there. Like, I don't know how that happened. Uh, But he's a man of many mysteries. Yeah. Went to that game, and I was uh, I was I was texting him the entire time. Anytime uh, it would get equalized, Mm -hmm. I would keep saying, oh, we got a ball game here. (laughs) Because that first half was wild. Oh, it was crazy. It was absolutely wild. crazy. I mean, here's the thing. Here's a statistic for you. That's the first time that New England have trailed at home the entire year. That's how good New England's been. Yeah, it really is. It really is. You know, I mean, and it, first of all, you had several really good goals and really good plays in this mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. You know, the first half was less sloppy, more sort of attacking, and the game was fluid Fair. because of the rain. Second half, you got a sense that the rain was really taking a, a toll on the quality of play in there. Um, first of all, that Diego Fagundes free kick. Woo. Absolutely Woo. gorgeous. That's like that's like a FIFA player's dream. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> when you're playing oh. FIFA, just go sort of just place it. Oh. Just pass it over the wall into the top corner. And, and can I just say this about Diego Fagundes? Yeah. He's always been capable of this, but his, his quality of play has sort of slid off for a little bit. I would agree with that. For a little bit. And now that we see it again, it's like, oh, that's why the United States wanted that player exactly. so badly. Exactly. Because he can do that. Exactly. I think, he, maybe it's an unfair comparison, but he reminds me a lot of Freddie Montero when he played at, uh, we played at Seattle. He was just capable. Oh, that's an interesting, that's an interesting capable, analogy. Yeah. Capable of magic. Okay, yes. Capable of magic, I agree with you. But you would also get frustrated with him from time mm-hmm, to time. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and I see that in... In Diego Fagundes, but Diego's even younger than Freddie was. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of upside. I'm still kind of upset that he now plays for Uruguay. <laughs> yeah, me too. He grew up in Massachusetts. I don't get it. I do get it. I have to talk about Zardes. That get on the was, bandwagon, that goal, baby. That goal was all about the vision and the passing leading up to the goal. Oh. I mean, Ishizaki and Maganto make two great passes to keep possession. They get their head up, and then that flip from Villarreal, just a whoop, little back heel, just whoop. It looks so good. And can I say this about Maganto? Yeah, please. He's a super draft player. He was just drafted. He is. And that first time goal he had was beautiful. Beautiful. I love when you get a young player who has the courage to hit that ball first time. It's it's really a thing of beauty. He's, but here's the thing. If you're yeah. going to have Zardes be a U.S. men's national team player, mm-hmm. when you get that kind of assist, you got to finish it. You true, have to true. finish it. You have to finish it. You've got to be clinical. And he did finish it. So, I mean, hopefully you start to see that kind of thing. You know, the thing with Zardes is... He he's such a physical, intimidating player, but you don't see him score a lot of goals that you're like, wow, that goal came from nothing. You he know what I mean? Like, that. He doesn't do that. Whereas like Clint Dempsey can just make a exactly, chance happen. Exactly. He, just, he makes things happen where like I didn't see that anywhere. Yeah. I yeah. didn't see that anywhere. Uh Josie can do that. Not yes. not like Clint can, right. but he, but Josie can make that happen. Josie who's sadly injured right now. And Juan Agadello has to has got to be a lock for the gold cup. I don't see how you don't take one. The only player in our pool who has the flair for that assist on that first goal. To be able to turn on a dime, play the ball. I mean, just... Juan has looked better right now than he has at any time in his MLS career. I agree with you. 
even the during kid, his he's first still stint a in New kid. England. He's such a young man. He's what, 23? I'm going to tell you Maybe? right now how old he is. He is 22. 22. He turns 23 Al- Already in married with children, by the way. Or a child. Child. He is one. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but... <laughs> He looks fantastic. He's playing out of his mind. And I think a lot of it is the chip on your shoulder thing. His whole European adventure just did not go the way it was supposed to go. Right, exactly. And I believe he's trying to book that ticket out. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and all power to him. And yeah. New England's a great place to do it because they'll give you the time. Yeah. They'll put him out there. I know we're going to touch on it, but Charlie Davies not called in. Not called in for the friendlies. Yeah. Uh, I, here's Does that the thing. mean he's not in the Gold Cup? I don't necessarily think that that's the case. Okay. And we're going to get to sort of why I think some of the players are not present uh, when we get to that a little bit later on. Um, but let's talk about some of those games from around the league. Yeah, 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 uh, midweek, Seattle 1, Colorado 0. What do you... Oh, you want beer. He yeah. wants beer. We're, we, obviously, yeah. he wants beer. Uh, uh, Seattle 1, Colorado 0. Um, that was on Wednesday. Um, Seattle... The, the thing with Seattle is that... They can win, and they don't look like they tried that hard. It's an amazing. Yeah, they, when they're out there and they're beating Colorado, who is they're just outclassed by Seattle. That's yeah. just the way it is. They didn't really try that hard. Yeah, and, and I, I frankly think LA Galaxy once Real Salt Lake nil was a similar type of a game. Uh, some other results: uh, Portland. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Move to Portland. That's what I want to talk about. Portland won. DC United nil. Surprising result. It was a surprising surprising result. result. Hat tip to Portland. This is the Portland that we thought we were going to see last season. Yep. 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 Sporting KC at home Friday night, 4-0 against Dallas. Did What's Dallas, happened to did, Dallas? Did Dallas not realize they had a game on Friday? I, I know. <laughs> they, they not know? They sent the cheerleaders. I'm not oh sure entirely what happened. Oh, my goodness. But, I, I mean, credit to Sporting Kansas City. They showed up to play. Yeah. I, th- I don't know what's going on with Dallas. I think it has something to do with the fact that they have young players. That's yeah, my best guess. It's, they're very inconsistent. We'll have to sort of see how that plays out. Toronto FC at home 3-1 over San Jose. That's a good San Jose. Uh, Toronto is, and because they're in the East, they're now in the playoff contention. They're above the infamous red line yeah. Toronto's looking pretty good and since they have a bunch of home games at BMO Field not bad Javinko that he's worth every penny yeah worth yeah. every penny yeah uh, NYCFC won Houston Dynamo won I was at this game you were at this game I actually did show up at this game <sighs> this is such a typical NYCFC match where <laughs> where you know you play pretty well and then the other team scores Sort of against the run of play, and then you you sort of go blah for a little while, and then you attack at the end of the game, and you almost win, and then you don't win. Like yeah. that's that's become like the 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 what? The, the blueprint for an NYCFC. What match. NYCFC can do for the last, I would say, fifteen, sometimes twenty minutes in a yeah. match, if they could play that for ninety, they wouldn't have lost a game. I was having this conversation with a guy at work. It, it it we set it up the way that, and this is the first time I think I've been critical of Jason Christ on this program. Um. We get set up as a team from the beginning of the match as a possession-oriented side. And then you see all this creativity coming forward once they put these attacking players in like Poku and Mullins and Shelton and those guys. Plan the whole game. At least if you lose, if you go up 2-0 and you lose 3-2, at least you lose a different way. You're losing all your games. They seem to be willing to have the play come to them. Why? And they don't have the personnel to do that. Go at them. You don't have they a destroyer attack. as a defensive they midfield. Attack. You they don't have attack. you don't have any MLS quality center backs. You just don't. <laughs> Think about that. You don't even have MLS quality center. You backs. don't. You don't have MLS quality center backs. As if you're NYCFC right now, so at least go out and attack. If you lose three two, at least three two. But that's a different way to lose. I will say this. I was at this game. It was. Ve- the fans are showing up at mm-hmm. these NYCFC games. Twenty seven thousand. Even though this team is. Objectively terrible. Yes, <laughs> they are. A bad we are really team. bad. Yeah, they're a bad team. People are showing up in mass. It's a great turnout. If Orlando wasn't doing as well as they are attendance wise, yeah, people would be talking about NYCFC's attendance right now. I would agree, and they're not because Orlando's just killing it. Yeah, they're absolutely killing it. They are. But this game was actually very entertaining in a way that previous games have not been because it looked like NYCFC wasn't broken by the goal. Right. And in other games, and that. in other games, it seems that it broke their spirit. Yes. Whereas in this one, they still had the fight in them, and that's something. If you happen to be Alex Kibler, and I'm not, but if you happen to be Alex <laughs> Kibler, that's something you want to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, Lampard's on his way. 
Yeah. All right. And that, uh, I believe, the window opens July 8th. Yes. And... And he'll be in practice for a while. He will. But, and a fresh rumor... Yeah. Fresh rumor. I believe it originated from a Spanish newspaper. And it was the first Spanish... It was the, the that Spanish newspaper that quoted... Uh, that is what we're about to talk about. Also was the, was the first source that said Xavi Hernandez to, uh, to Qatar. So... It's a it's a it's a reliable one one correct answer. I know, yeah, it's, which is amazing when it comes answer. to football rumors. To be totally honest with you, um, and there's also talk that they were there today. Officials from NYCFC were in Turin today to discuss this with Pirlo. If you Pirlo. sign Pirlo, it's a player whose last game Champions was the Champions League final. Champions League final. And he's going to come play for you. That's a big signing. It is a big signing. Is it the right signing? Because you're burning uh, NYCFC. For those who don't follow, and you would have to if you listen to this podcast, it's all Alex wants to talk about. They've used two of their DP slots. They have two are gone. Here's the thing: if so this is the last, if you can get, what I'm saying is, if you can get John biggest, Terry, you take it. Him. Well, and because but the you're biggest not get position John of need Terry. right now is probably center back. But you're not going to get John Terry. If you can get John Terry, then I think it's a bad deal. But if you, if you can't get a player at the level of a John Terry. Not even just saying it is John Terry, but a level of a player yeah, like a player, John Terry. A player. Then this is a great signing because, frankly, we need help in a lot of parts of the field. Pirlo is an upgrade from Andrew Jacobson. Sorry, Andrew Jacobson. He just great is. guy, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Great guy, I'm sure. Anyway, let's move on. Colorado won uh, t- Portland 2. That's That game was at Dick Sporting Goods Park. Colorado. Portland's starting to get results. Portland Quietly is. getting results. Portland is getting results. And that was yes. a two-game week. For Portland, and that has put them from last place in the West yeah. into the playoff contention. Yeah. The West is crazy. I, West I think crazy. at the beginning of, of action this crazy. past weekend, it was only like eight points that separated the entire division. And last place in West, by the way, yeah, um, for a brief period of time, that was good enough to get into the playoffs in the East. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Vancouver 2, Real Salt Lake 1. Vancouver got a little bit of a rebound going on there. Vancouver's got a little bit of a rebound. Vancouver's about to go on a road run, though. They're yep. leaving BC yep. Place for a while. We, I, I think you really find out who a team is when they have to be on the road. DC United 2, Philadelphia 1. They were upset about that loss to Portland, so they came yes. back. Yes, Philly, where we have support for whatever reason. And there were some missed calls in this game, first there of were all. There missed calls. It, it, you, there should have been, especially that sort of denial of an obvious goal-scoring opportunity, red card. That's an obvious decision. That's happened a couple of times this season. It has. And, and I don't get it, because I, I feel that's an easy one. That's real easy. You can see I agree it. It's with clear. You. He like pulls the dude down. Yeah. Like this is an easy one. And I don't know why there's a reluctance to give red card. In Chicago three, Montreal nil. Surprise. Montreal looked like they were coming out of the Champions League ready to fight. Yeah. And maybe Chicago's better than I've given them credit for. I don't know. I've I've got a lot of thoughts. I don't have a lot of conclusions. They're still inconsistent, but you see the attacking talent. They've got to learn how to use a player like Harry Ship, and it looks like they're starting to do that. When are we going to see what David Akam can really do? Well, he's got to start showing up for 90 minutes in a match to see that, I think. I really agree with you. So the big news in the soccer world, or as other people insist on calling it, the football world. Yes. The FIFA scandal. I love the FIFA scandal. Listen, who doesn't love a good scandal? I love the FIFA scandal. It is phenomenal. Because anyone who's either a casual fan of the game, or or you're serious, I don't care what you are. You know FIFA's terrible. Yeah. You know they're terrible. They're like Mr. Burns evil. Oh, my God. They truly are, and you know it. (laughs) And and you're having this feeling, if you're like most of us, for the longest time, your feeling was, uh, no one's ever going to do anything about this. No one's ever going to do it because it's it's sports. They They don't have any real power in a political sense. Like, they don't have any real power in sports. they were so slippery for so long. So long. And you just, you knew that nothing was ever going to happen. Now, I know we don't want to get too political, but Loretta Lynch, the Attorney General for the United States, recently appointed, but she started this investigation while she was working in New York. Yeah. She gets her position and, guns blazing, goes out on this thing. Everybody's getting indicted. I have never been more proud to be an American, first of all. Well, we need to upgrade your standards. Fair enough. but, But impressive. Impressive. So then... 
And we all knew more shoes are dropping, folks. Sepp Blatter gets reelected on it's, Friday. He does. He gets reelected he on Friday. He declares himself we, basically president of the world. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and we all kind of knew that was going to happen because he's a Bond villain. So we knew that was going <laughs> yes. to occur. Mm-hmm. It occurs. We're all like, yep, the world is terrible and bad people win. Right. Come Monday. I'm sorry, Tuesday. Was it Tuesday or was it Monday? I believe it was Tuesday. Either way. He resigns. I didn't see that coming. I thought he was actually going to have to be indicted or arrested before that happened. Okay. But he shows up and he resigns. Alex Kipler, Sepp Blatter has resigned. Not effective immediately. There has to be a special election and all that. But he's resigned. Your thoughts. First of all, what a time to be alive. Oh, what a time. Second of all, second of all. You wonder what this means, because there's a few things that it could mean. First of all, you could have a situation where they knew this was going to happen, but they wanted to, they didn't want, they wanted to be able to be a little bit more prepared for who is going to succeed Set Bladder, sort of his mm-hmm. his voting block. That's sort of a negative way to attach, well, attach but this it's possible. It's it still is. FIFA. But it's also reeks of a situation where, oh, wait, something just came up and they're about to bust him. And they don't want the, the seated president of FIFA to be arrested. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and so I'm secretly hoping it's that one. So our bro- I'm not secretly hoping that. I'm publicly hoping publicly, that. Publicly. Our brother from another mother, Jason yep. Davis, yep. posed the question, what happened over the weekend? What happened between Friday and this resignation? And I agree with your second theory that FIFA heard, uh, whether it's directly or indirectly, that, hey, more indictments are coming, and Sepp Blatter's one of them. Yes, he, he is. ABC News claims that the FBI has, is most certainly investigating Sepp Blatter. Yeah, yeah. Now, an investigation does not mean an indictment. An investigation does not mean an arrest. Well, there's been a lot of stuff coming from Chuck Blazer, of course. And Chuck Blazer, mm-hmm. if you've never seen a picture of Chuck Blazer... Chuck Blazer's he, rotund. He's sort of like George R. R. Martin and Tony Soprano had a baby. Like, think of that in your mind. <laughs> Depending on how big of a nerd you are. Yeah. He's like Baron Harkonnen from the novel Dune. Wow. You're a bigger nerd than me. I win. You you win at all things. I win. But we all knew that there were comical levels of corruption in there. Oh, their, and it is Their comical. mission statement is corruption at FIFA. You know what I mean? Like, if, this should not surprise anyone. If you have not read it yet, Gingers, there was a news story, a brilliant news story that New York Daily News did last fall on Chuck Blazer. Yeah. About how he had a $6,000 a month apartment just for his for unruly his cats. cats. In Trump Tower. It, you need to read it if you haven't it's read really it. It's really incredible. The point is, Chuck Blazer is an awful man. Yes. However, what happened here is my understanding, Alex Kibler. The IRS looks into it and says, hey, Chuck Blazer, you haven't paid taxes for 10 years. <laughs> right, yes. you got to pay taxes. You have millions of dollars. You have to pay taxes. If you, if you have an apartment for your cat... And you haven't yeah, filed yeah. a tax return in like gotta, five years? you got to file a tax return. Something, something's going on there, I think. got to file a tax return. So they look bit. into it, and Chuck's is it's pretty clear pretty early. Because all these guys, by the way, they're white-collar criminals, but sloppy. Yeah. They're all sloppy Do white. better. They're that all one guy, sloppy First of all, he wanted a nice painting. The other guy wanted a knighthood. It's oh, like, my God. They're, be subtle. This isn't Bernie Madoff. These people don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're bad white-collar criminals. Yes. But because it's soccer, it, like people look like, the other eh, way. Soccer, and it's sports. You're not a politician. You're not dealing with like institutional funds. Like no, no one cares. Well, but or here's the thing. Care enough. Now but they does matter. killed 1,200 migrant workers. That's part of the change here. That's part of the change. I really do think that has something to do. They with killed it. more people than the 9/11 attacks. Oh, Alex Gibbler's going in. Like it's, but it's, it, it is, is a travesty. It's a travesty, and these people can't leave. We're talking about Qatar twenty twenty two. For those who don't know, yes, they have, and there's multiple reports. This isn't Alex Gibbler just making this up? And there, there's lots of sources about this. How there are people working there during the construction for this. They refer to as guest workers. Mm-hmm. But frankly, you show up in Qatar, they they take your passport. You can't leave. Right. Exactly. You, and at that point, it's forced labor. It's forced labor. Yeah. That's what that is. And FIFA's looking the other way and saying it's fine. But I'll, I'll, I'll say this about this investigation. I'm going to say right now. I'm, I'm a f- it's so offensive. It's, it's, it's 100% offensive. This it is, is in modern times? 21st century? This is basically slavery. But I will also say this. You, you, you have seen the sponsors of such a thing bend but not break. 
They need to break. They need to break. I so here's the things that I think are adding up here. Yeah. All right. So the tax thing, you can in America, you can get away with a lot, but you gotta pay your taxes. They arrested Wesley Snipes for that. Yeah. That's blade, people. Yeah. He'll you gotta, cut you. You gotta pay your with taxes. With a blade. I like how Dixie walked by right at that moment. That was phenomenal. <laughs> uh, you know, you have to pay your taxes because they will show up. That's how they got Al Capone. You yeah. gotta pay your taxes. So they show up, and the evidence is terrible against Chuck Blazer. There's no way you're getting away with it. He turns state's evidence, says, hey, I did a bad thing. I agree with you. I'll get you the bigger fish. Right. I'll get you the bigger fish. Calling him a whistleblower is a little much. I'm just going to say he turned states. Yeah, l- l- first of all. Whistleblower <laughs> means you came to the government. That's yeah, exactly. not what happened. Let's not make this man a hero here. He's not a hero. He's not a hero. The guy it basically embezzled a bunch of money so he can have an so apartment much. for his cats. Okay, so Let's call a spade a spade here. Embezzles the money, and he admits, because the guilty plea got, uh, the I guess the, the, the gag order got lifted. I don't know why we know what it is now. Yeah. But he's t- he admitted to bribes for multiple gold cups. The 98 French World Cup, the 2010 World Cup in South Africa. Talking about bribes for days. Pleads guilty. Gives them several million dollars back. He's doing a lot, right? He's Mm -hmm. doing a lot. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, he's giving up everybody else. Yeah. Our good friend Raymond Orozco, who... <laughs> he loves the long response. Raymond he does. Writes, he does. But he also my the he thing does that I remember about, the thing that I remember about Raymond, his his profile picture when we first interacted with him, he's wearing a uh, Chivas de la Guadalajara jersey, hugging a woman wearing a Club America jersey. The man likes conflict. Loves he, conflict. He seeks out conflict. Seeks out conflict. And then he tells I, us about it. I mean, hey, go. He for He raises it, some good points here. It's it, when Al Capone got busted, the mafia didn't stop existing. And and that's a great point. Uh, you you worry. I I truly hope at this point that that UEFA and the United States don't see the benefit of staying in FIFA anymore. Because the thing is that you for every perfect. for every Prince Ali and for every um, uh, I was going to say Don Garber, but that's not correct. Sunil Galati that we have. You have ten, fifteen guys who basically are wanting someone to clean their house for a living in response in exchange for a World Cup boat. Like that's what you get. That's what, what get? FIFA is. It's what I, FIFA's I, been I, for fifteen I, years. I, I understand the argument, but but I, I had this criticism in the pre-show, and I'll, I'll do it again now. That same argument would be like, what's the point of fighting crime? Because crime always happens. Criminality is a permanent thing. Right. So from a philosophical standpoint, you should always have a society that strives towards justice, not away from it. Yeah. You don't want to bend or fall or give up. Sure. Just because oh well, this will never truly be solved. Corruption exists. Yeah. But it is true. Corruption does exist. Just arresting two, three, four, six, seven, ten, a hundred people doesn't necessarily make corruption go away. But you can do better. Murder rates can go down. Yes. Robberies can go down. Right. Like, you can make improvements, even though you can't totally solve bad behavior. I agree with you. Okay. So I get where he's coming from. Yes, you arrest Al Capone. The mob still exists. But you can take power away. On your point... FIFA exists in the way it is structured. If you guys read 538, I highly recommend that you do. And they pointed out that structurally it's built in a way that's going to fester corruption, just how it's structured. This organization could be reorganized. It is yeah. possible. Yeah. But you're going to need some very specific, very strong-willed, very well-supported, and that's a very important point, yep. very well-supported people who are going to be able to restructure it. If they cannot do that, and I'm, I'm, maybe it's because I'm too forgiving, I'm willing to give them a chance to try to do that, but if they cannot do that, leave. I agree with leave. you. Leave. Yeah. You don't need them. If you're UEFA, you're CONCACAF, which had a lot to do with this. Yes, very much so. Had a lot to do with this. You're CONCACAF, or for that matter, you're the U.S. Soccer Federation. Mm-hmm. You said we're not going to do it. Yeah. What does it benefit you? Here's the thing. How does if, it benefit? If, if, How do you win? If those nations, if UEFA leaves, you know, and there well, that were, breaks the camel's back. That's yeah, it. And there were a couple of UEFA nations that, that voted for SEP. Like, I mean, France, I think mostly, mostly because they got the 2019 Women's World Cup. Yep. But if, if UEFA leaves, the money's leaving. 
Money's gone, and and that's you, what you want if you're if you're someone who wants to see FIFA to get rid of. Yes, that's exactly. all you have to do. Are you telling me we're going to have a 2018 World Cup without defending champion Germany? Absolutely, no not. chance. Absolutely, no chance without France, without Spain, without Are you kidding me, without England. Are you serious? I'm not watching that. Yeah, Whoever I'm not wins that World Cup, I'm like, you're not the best. They haven't won anything. You didn't beat Germany. Yeah. You didn't beat Spain. You didn't beat France. Well, England, you, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> but you didn't beat the real teams. You didn't beat the real teams. That's what it'll take. So I think it's possible. Maybe I'm too much of an optimist. Maybe I want to believe too much that people can get better. But over the history of mankind, things do seem to improve. I'm not saying there is not work to do, but things do seem to improve. But we, I feel like we've got things happening there. All right? We've got things happening there. Yeah. But we need to talk about the U.S. men's national team. We do. So we've got friendlies coming up against we do. the Netherlands and Germany. Best yes. of luck, boys. Yeah, I know. Godspeed, man. Godspeed. But we got a <laughs> roster. We got a roster yeah, out there. We do. It, it, it tells us some interesting points here. So there's, there's some people who aren't present who you know why they're not present. Jeff Cameron... Injury. He's got you an know, injury. He does have an injury. You would assume that Omar Gonzalez is not there because we know he's going to be in the Gold Cup. I. That's my. He's got to be a lot. It was one of the weirder omissions, and that's my assumption because he's been called so often yeah. for years now, and he's not hurt. Yeah. Then I'm assuming that it's like we, he doesn't have to prove anything else. Uh, we know Clint's not there because he's waiting the birth of a. a Congratulations, next child. Clint! Yes, his fourth kid. But yeah, yeah, stay in Seattle. Absolutely, I agree with you. I'm excited to see Aaron Johansson back. Frankly, mm-hmm. we do not have that sort of raw clinical finisher in front of goal, and and mm-hmm. he is an absolute. He finishes goals. That's what he does. And with Josie injured right now, it's hamstring. He'll be back. But with Josie injured right now, it's like go out there and play. Show us what you got. Yeah. We you know he's good, and he's been injured for so long that I just feel great for the guy getting back in. Yeah. When he got back to his club, he was killing it. Yes, yes, he but was. But there was a long layoff while he was injured. Yes, so yes, yes. I, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's called back in. Dempsey's not there. We know why. Jeff Cameron's not there. We know why. We think we know why Omar is not there, but it is a question mark. Well, Mix is there, and it sure as heck is not because he's playing out of his mind Hello. right about now. Hello. It's, I, it has nothing to do with form. I'll tell you that much. No. I, I, there's a lot of questions there for that. Well, I think it's consistency. I mean, uh, No Shelton. In the men's national. No yeah. Shelton in the U23. Yeah, there's got to be either. something going on there. I mean, it's not that important of a tournament no, for the, the U23s. No, that important, but I, I do have questions about that. But but, but let's talk about the, the players that we got there. I actually think it's a strong side. I do, too. Miguel Abara and Bobby Wood. I mean, say what you want about them. In, in a guy like Abara, you have a player that Jurgen Klinsmann sees things in training that makes him jump for joy and think he's the real He's deal. called him so often. I know. Uh, and then you have a guy like Bobby Wood, who frankly has the raw speed technical ability... His skill set is through the roof, absolutely through the roof. I just he had some poor finishing in two games. With the national team. And people are like, eh, he's bad." The thing is, is that I'm not you, saying he's bad. I just haven't seen it. If you squander a lot of chances, that means that you're finding a lot of chances. You know what true, I'm saying? True. Like he's yeah, finding yeah, those chances. I get you, I get you. Uh, recent rumor that Jordan Morris, who was called into the oh, yeah, he's uh, there, under twenty threes, yeah. is apparently uh, with the men's national team. Some of this may have. To, May have to do with uh, Jermaine Jones picked up an injury, sadly. I was really looking forward to seeing Jermaine out there, especially against Germany. Because yeah. you know he'll get up for that game. Yeah. But he got an injury. I don't think it's long-term. He'll probably be fine for the Gold Cup. Jordan Morris back. Jordan Morris, I'm on the bandwagon. Me too. I like him I'm too. I'm on the bandwagon. I like him a lot. Even Timmy Chandler, you know. Timmy he Chandler. He must make really great chili cheese dip because there's no other reason <laughs> for him to be in the side. <laughs> oh, my Why God. Why is Tim Chandler... I like Timmy. He's got a weird For, face. Well, I like looking at him because it's funny. But it's I don't like watching him play soccer. He's got a weird face. Why is uh, he in the side? I don't uh, understand There seem to be some guys that like Klinsman just likes. And I, I don't quite know why. Yeah. But... Well, one of those is Michael Orozco, who frankly gets a bad rap in my book. You know, you, you have an Orozco in this side who has been really good for Puebla for two years. Yes, he had some poor performances last year. I like Orozco. But you have Jermaine Jones injured right now. Yeah. Depending on where you want to play him. Uh, apparently you they're moving need him back help to midfield. At the back. Apparently need, they're moving He was Jermaine called back in the midfield. That's correct, midfield. yes. Which you know, is good. He is not good in defense. No, he's they not. They tried the experiment. He was telling everyone he can't do it. They put him there. They even put him there on the club team. I know you want to be forward thinking, but he was your probably your best outfield player besides maybe Cal Beckerman at the World Cup, 
We need to get back to the World Cup. I know you want to look at who's going to play in the next World Cup. We need to get back. We had to qualify first, guys. We got to get through CONCACAF. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. Aventura in in defense. Yeah. I think he's a real deal. Yeah, I do as well. Another team out of Mexico. William Yarbrough. Yes. I really like him. I want to see... I, I'm interested to see what, how much playing time, if any. I don't think he's going to get any. I, God, you hope so, though. Well, you want to see I, a player I like that. I want to see Guzan back. Yeah, yeah, me too. But, but, but Yarbrough? He's good. I agree with you. I'm... He has a very interesting story where you know, his parents were mm-hmm. uh, missionaries. They went mm-hmm. to Mexico, but he was born in Mexico. Yeah. Of course, speaks perfect Spanish. Yeah. And could have played for Mexico. Yeah. And if I understand correctly, was scouted by the Mexican national team. We got him because Jurgen Klinsmann, I don't know what he's like he's in a wizard. the room. But he can convince anybody to play for the United he's States. He's a German wizard. It is incredible. Yeah. You convince uh, Mexico could have used him. Mm-hmm. You know, but the problem is, like, how many games are you going to get in the Mexican national team setup? Not a lot. Because they've got, they've got Memo Ochoa out there. And are this you... just in, guys. This just in. Gideon Zalalem is the real deal. He's the real deal. If you're you're talking about a player well, at who, the youth level, at, at the youth well, level, at the U20 level against Myanmar, but hey, it's <laughs> <laughs> Myanmar and, and New Zealand, a country hey, that barely exists. But hey, but hey. Good. Good performance by the young man. Good performance. U-20s look strong. Bradford Jameson the fourth they out do. there. P.S. Yep. P.S. Have you heard? I, I did hear. Strange enough, I heard. Um, but here's the thing. He looked He looked very... He knew the right pass to play, mm-hmm. but you're not going to get that much time to play it at the senior level, first no. of all. And also, he's a young man. looks not a little right-footed to me. Like, he needs to work on his weak foot. But if you do those two things and you're getting Zalalem, you have you have a skill set that you don't see a lot in a in a player in the, in the men's national team. You just he don't. looks good. The the U20s look good. U20s look good. They're playing well in the World Cup. They destroyed the host New Zealand. They're looking good over there. U23 is not as impressive. They're two and two right now, and they need a favorable result. Well, to they move didn't on have Kyrie Shelton, so I mean, just I give up at that point, I guess. Oh, I, don't, I actually don't understand why they don't have Kyrie Shelton. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure what's going on there. I don't get it. I don't get it. Should we go around the league, Jeff? If you insist. As we speak, as we speak, DC United at home against Chicago. It's currently one 0 Chicago. Interesting. Oh, that's that's very fascinating because DC United is a good team. It's with a good side, with is, a goal uh, from David Akam. I was just asking about David Akam by Quincy Ameriquan Hairship. Okay. Harrison Question: ship. While we're looking at that right now, yeah, is because I know Mike McGee was getting loaned to St. Louis just to get his uh, get his match fitness. Yeah, is he on this? Is he on the bench or is he still in St. Louis? He is still in St. Louis. Still in St. Louis. Well, okay. he's on the bench. I'm assuming he's still in St. Yeah, Louis. You, I'm, I'm assuming that. But, yeah. I mean, good. That that's that's progress. They need Mike McGee. Chicago needs him. Yeah. You got anybody in this match? Are you are well, you bold I mean, enough to take a, t- a game I mean, that's I mean, currently game, playing? The game is currently being played. It's in Chicago. Let's just, let's but I'm going to actually the, take a 1-1 one, one draw. I think DC's going to score a goal. Something wrong with you. I'm going to say 2-1 Chicago on this one. Montreal at home in the third minute against Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, is this BC Place? Yes. Ooh. I'm thinking Whitecaps. Really? Yeah. At BC Place? All right. I'm taking, the, I'm taking caps. Oh, excuse me. No, Stad Saputo. Oh, okay. You told me he's at BC Place. I lied. You lied to me. I'm a liar. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Stad Saputo. Yeah. 2-2 two, two draw. Four goals in this game. There's something wrong with you. 2-1 Vancouver on this match. Philadelphia is at halftime. One up against hashtag, hashtag new, new crew. crew. Yes. Is this in Philly? Are they in PPL Park? They are in the friendly confines of friendly PPL confines Park. of Chester, Pennsylvania, the world's <laughs> yeah. worst city. The, the, That's not wow. true. That's not goals true. from CJ Sapon uh, on Twitter as Big Africa. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should be Big Virginia. Uh, you need to get tall. Wait, is he from Africa? I think so. I hope so, because otherwise, it's, it's a, that's a misnomer for his sake. Yeah. <sighs> no one ever says gingers. it's a nomer. You ever notice that it's only it's a misnomer. I think that's not a prefix. I think that's just a word. I anyway. hate that. Yeah, go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> I'm riding that hashtag new crew. I know you are. For whole some season. Reason. Whole season. All right. Whole season. One one draw. They're coming back. Let's say 
Your voice went real high. <laughs> Two one Philadelphia. Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Bro. Strap in. Strap in for Friday. Buckle your seat belts. Buckle your seat belts. The orange themselves. The Royal Dutch. The I was Netherlands. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Royal. I was gonna say Queen Beatrix, but she's no she abdicated. It's now King Whoever, and I don't know who the king what is. What does abdicated mean? That means so you you would step down from your leadership role and pass it on to the next person in in uh in succession, but you're not like dead. Like you're still around. You've just moved the leadership role on to the next person. So if you happen to be guys, everyone strap in for your lessons about being a royal. If you happen to be a royal of some kind. Yeah. You have that option available available to you. The Pope time. did that. The Pope did that. Yeah, the Pope sat sat down. Pope Today Benedict, who looked like uh, Senator Palpatine. What? Yes, indeed. Uh, who later became Emperor Netherlands Palpatine. at home against the United States. Gingers, we all know how they <sighs> really turn out. But let me tell you something. Yep. If there's one thing I am, it is a hyper-American. <laughs> yes. So the United States, away. In Netherlands, in an arena that I believe is called Amsterdam Arena. America 2, Netherlands 1. I'm going to say that that's ridiculous, and it's going to be like Netherlands 3, United States 1, but Jordan Morris goes a goal. Jordan Morris, man of the future. Man of the future, the pride of Stanford, a true cardinal, and has said that when he goes pro, he wants to go to Seattle. Good for him. They apparently offered him some sweetheart deal. Some sweetheart. Go play for Seattle. Play for Seattle. Get the real money. Also, Friday night, Houston Dynamo at home against the New York Red Bulls. Oh, so like New York's coming off of a real tough game. Yep. And a sad loss. Still away, though. You're going to BBVA Compass Stadium, the easiest stadium to talk about. Rolls off the tongue. Playing Houston. Houston disappointed with the draw at New York. New York, a beatable team. We oh, all certainly. know it. Yes. That as, was, those were points for the taking. As two-thirds of the league has already found out. <laughs> <laughs> New York's people team. You're at home. You're playing New York. Hate to break it to everyone. This is a 1-1 draw. It's another 1-1 draw. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, man, this is tough for me. The thing is, is that the Houston, the Houston midfield did not look particularly good against uh, New York City. I think they give the advantage of midfield to the Red Bulls, but I think you give, at this point, the advantage of most of the other parts of the park to Houston. So I, oh man, I'm going to say 2-1 Houston, actually, okay. believe it or not. Okay, can I say this about Houston just very briefly? It's hot there. Fair enough. <laughs> Demarcus Beasley? Yeah. Looks fantastic. He looked good against New and York. And I am so disappointed he's retired from international play. Me too. We could use him in the Gold Cup. Of course we could! He would be so useful in the Gold Cup. He looked great in um in the speed he still has, the pace this man has. Yeah, I I like I get why he did it, but like if I was Jurgen Klinsmann, I'd call him in and call his bluff. Yeah, bro, you're gonna go in. We we both know he's gonna go in Saturday. Philadelphia at home against New York City FC. This is the third match between these sides this season. You know, Philadelphia's first home win was against New York City FC, and I was there. Yeah, I know you were. Do you want to go to this one? I can't. I'm going to be out of town. All right, forget it. Are you going to be in Philadelphia while you're out of town? I'll be out of both towns. Okay. I'm going to say a 1-1 draw. I think New York City's starting to play a little bit better. I think that Philly still has plenty of finishing problems. So let's sort of see how it goes, but I'm going to say 1-1. One, 2-1 one. One Philadelphia, whole team fired. There's nothing wrong with that result at all. I, I think that Philly, that's going to be just everybody gets fired. perfectly valid. DC United at home, 7 p.m. against Toronto FC. Oh, wait, Toronto's playing an away game? They are. I thought they were still on their BMO home run. Not for a little bit. Okay, good for them. All right, so I'm taking DC because DC's had kind of a little bit of a rough going lately. I think DC wins this. Even though Javinko is going to show up. Javinko has been a delight. I'm a believer in this Toronto team. What's your scoreline on this? I'm going to take a 2-1 for DC. But I'm taking a 2-1 the other way. Really? Yes. Toronto away win at RFK? At RFK. Uh, brief the as- raccoons will not be pleased. Brief aside, just about Javinko and what that means for the league. We're seeing a lot of rumors now about Italian players coming to MLS. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Javinko is the highest paid Italian in the world. Yes. He, in the world. The world. In the world. Columbus at home against Montreal. New crew. 
Hashtag new crew. Don't even have to think about it. And I'm going to take something crazy. 4-0. What is wrong with you? I'm having a blast. I know you are with a hat and everything. I also think Columbus is going to win, but I don't know if it's about 4-0. I'll say 2-0. Kai Kamara going to light it up. Montreal, they, they got about 48 games in hand, but they got to win some of them to make something they do, happen they have there. So yeah. many games they in really hand. do. They've played two MLS matches. Chicago at home against Orlando. <sighs> 8.30. Guys, I'm taking Orlando on this because Chicago's tired now. They're on their second game this week. Orlando has not played. They only played the previous week. Orlando wants to prove they have a waveform. Kaká's going to show up. Yeah. I'm taking Orlando 2, Chicago 1. Garrett, I'm sorry. Chicago 2, Orlando 1. Kidding me? No. Got to get on that lion bandwagon. I I refuse. Sporting Kansas City at home against Seattle Sounders. That's a game to watch. Gingers, if you have MLS Live, if you have MLS Live, tune in. Yeah. Tune in to Sporting KC versus Seattle. Also, if you haven't watched a local Sporting KC broadcast, it's a really good broadcast. They have a good team, good production production value. value. It's good. It's good. All right. This game, there's going to be a lot of goals. I'm taking 3 2, but for Sporting Kansas City. Oh, yeah. really? I'm going bold today. Oh man, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say two one Seattle Sounders. I wouldn't be surprised if you're right, but I feel like going three two with five goals. Portland, hey Dixie, you got things to do. Mostly things for you. Portland at home against New England Revolution. New England away win two one. Mm. It is a Providence Park, but I, New England has just so much depth. I'm going to say New England 2-0 over Portland. Wow, you're not even going to give Portland LA one. Galaxy at home against Vancouver Whitecaps. LA Galaxy win 2-0. <sighs> LA Galaxy 1, Vancouver 2. You heard me right. Get out of your house. I, I refuse. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. RSL Sunday games. They're not great. To be totally honest with you, RSL at home against Colorado. That's not a good game. No, that's why ESPN put that on ESPN News. Yeah, thank God it's on ESPN News. Does anyone get that? I do. I do as well. And I'll watch. I'm taking RSL. This game's going to be. Have this to. game's going to be terrible. Yeah, one nil RSL. I'm going to give them two, but okay. I'm taking two nil RSL. All right, San Jose at home in the nightcap against FC Dallas. You know, earlier in the season, I would say FC Dallas get that uh, away win, but how they're looking right now? I'm with you, man. How they're looking right now? I'm taking San Jose. I think I will too. It's going to be small because Innocent is injured. That's so upsetting. We never really talked about it. Yeah. Innocent's injured. He's out for it months. It is sad. Yes, he was looking so good. He really was. But I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking Seattle. I'm sorry, Seattle. Jesus. I'm taking San Jose one. FC Dallas nil. I'm going to take that same scoreline. No. Ways that you can get in touch with us, Gingers How? at Straight Red Pod on Twitter. That's oh. the pod at Jeff is famous on Twitter. That's Jeff. Hey! At Alex S. Kibler on Twitter. That's Alex. He's 30. Wish him a happy 30. Yay! Hashtag war on Alex. Straight Red Podcast on Instagram. Straight Red on Facebook. And you can email us at straightred at iCloud.com. I have no access to that email. It is now. I I screen all mail. (laughs) I will forward the ones from the Nigerian princes. That's for you. Perfect. Um, It's now time, ladies and gentlemen, for Quiet Time with Jeff. Jeff, what are you thinking about tonight? Sometimes. A man you'll barely know, but you're in his house weekly, will turn 30, and he expects you to care. (laughs) Come on, it's my 30th birthday! You don't have to. Go forth and soccer, He's not in charge of you. Leave! That's fine by me. He, he. Alex Kibler, it's your birthday. How do you feel? Cause you're old. Ba, 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 ba. Not as old as Jeff. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I will permanently be older than you. Yeah, I'm not catching you. No, I will always win this race to the grave. <laughs>